Then I gotta take my tea bag out. Otherwise, I'm just gonna have the strongest tea. In Why the do you do that? Why oh, yeah, do I do that? English. <laughs> you don't take. No. I mean, people but, okay, do here. What I kind don't. of tea are we talking about? Tea. Just tea. Like black tea. I, I have, yeah, I have like rare tea and I have cinnamon tea. And you leave the right tea now. bag in like the whole time? Yeah. I don't drink black tea, so I don't know how bad that is, but it sounds fucking bad. <laughs> I also like never add like sugar or anything. It's just tea. Like a kick of tea, basically. No milk? No. All right, well, I <laughs> leave it to the listener to decide how much of a crime that is. <laughs> Um, welcome to Turn About Breakdown, a podcast in which we are playing the Ace Attorney series from 1 to the end. We're on the last game of the official mainline releases. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's uh, Spirit of Justice, we played the first case. How are we feeling? That silence was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Kind of felt like... Like a DLC case for like the previous game because it's in the vein of like not the first DLC but like whatever happened in the aquarium. I don't even remember yeah. now. It was something like, yeah, this is kind of different and I don't know what purpose it serves. But yeah, I played it and yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's ca- that's kind of the vibe right now. I played it. I played <laughs> that's it. That's all yeah. I can say. Box quote. <laughs> I really agree. It has the exact same vibes as the DLC case that we played in the last episode. It feels very kind of blandly written in a very similar way. Mm. It has a lot of the same issues with race, or not the same issues, but also has issues with race. And it was so boring that I could barely pay attention. So, great start. Yeah, this is worrying. Because it's like, (laughs) it's the first case. This is how you're introducing me to your game. And yet again, if this was a new player... I would be like, oh, fuck. You actually spent <laughs> 60 bucks on this? Who the fuck yeah. is Phoenix and what's going on here? I don't want to, like, color the rest of this game too much, but I oh. realized why I was like, wow, I was, like, pleasantly surprised by Dual Destinies. Um, I guess all of the stuff that I thought was bad was in this game instead. <laughs> <laughs> Not, like, any specific, like, moments or anything like that, but just, like, the blandness of the writing and, like, the kind of soullessness of it. I don't really, I don't really know how to describe it. It feels like, um, I don't know, like, it feels like a spin-off by, like, new mm-hmm. writers who don't really know how to bring the same energy to it, you know? Yeah, I think the, the DLC analogy works because it's, like, we're kind of like hinting towards that. It's like, it feels like something, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say non-canon, but it, <laughs> it, it just kind of feels like that. Yeah, so one of the things that definitely contributes to that is the setting, right? So we open this case and Phoenix has just traveled to this new country. Not new country, but like as in it's new to us, called Kurain, which is clearly supposed to be linked to Kurain, the village that Maya and the Fey family is from. Um, and it's like this mysterious sort of spiritual land where they practice this spirit <laughs> medium um, situation. <laughs> yeah, I spiritual in huge quotation marks as in that's how they portray it. But yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not taking that uncritically because <laughs> woof. Um, 
And it's very like, oh, we've like introduced this new country where we like we can talk about how backwards they are basically and how like fucked up their legal system is. But we've like it's like a new one that we've made up, so we don't have to address any of the things that we've brought up in every single game about the other legal system, which we have talked about to a great extent on this podcast, so I won't get into it. But you know, every time that we had talked about like, oh, will they actually pick up on any of these threads or like will they drop them in between games, like we have like they have like in every game so far um well <laughs> we're in a different system now so yeah i know that this is like hey boss for the next game do you want us to like actually be progressive and stuff and like be bold with writing or whatever <laughs> and they were like nah we can just like make up this place and like start from scratch actually we like the worst possible things again uh and yeah I don't know. Weird. Especially after the last game, which wasn't, like, revolutionary or anything, but it's still, like, a nice ground for, like, I don't know, for the spirit of justice to come out. I have no idea what the spirit of justice is. Oh, wait, I I know what the spirit of justice is. It's (laughs) fucking spirit mediums. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so we get this introduction to Karain and you know, Phoenix arrives and he's taken on this tour with um Albie. Yeah. I didn't write his name down, we played this last week, and I'm really, really having to pull from my memories <laughs> because um it didn't stick yeah, with it very it's, well. It's worth mentioning that the games are like uh I don't know how to they're like oddly written. And one of them is Sapan, so it's like the worst possible scenario, really, for this. And for the setting, it's not great. Yes. You know, there has always been pun names in Ace Attorney, it's been a very common thing. But now what they have done, I don't know how this plays in the original Japanese, but in the localization, mm. is just had phrases, which um, they then like break up with little, you know, apostrophes um, to make it sort of sound quote-unquote foreign and it's so much worse like it does not play in the same way that the fun names do when it's like english you know supposedly you know english-speaking people um it's yeah it's bad it sucks (laughs) um uh but eventually you know albie gets arrested for murder as usual and phoenix ends up defending him but it turns out that in this system defense attorneys don't exist and if you do defend somebody you can be given the same punishment as them so this is like a trial where phoenix has to defend alvi and if he fails he gets also the death penalty i think it would have been extremely funny if they killed phoenix in case one of this game <laughs> but of course that doesn't happen <laughs> now we have been like oh okay finally apollo gets <laughs> it's time to shine and then they introduce a new lawyer and i'm like okay go fuck yourself i mean speaking of apollo no mention of him in this case no mention of athena <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They talk about Maya. They're like, "Oh, Phoenix is here to meet up with Maya. She's here to train, and he's she's she's about to sort of graduate from training, and he's here to sort of celebrate." So that's nice. But yeah, but they said, and I quote, "She won't be able to see you in, until like two weeks from now." Yeah, and I'm like, "What the fuck are we doing here then?" Yeah, Phoenix is like, "Oh, what I don't understand is Phoenix could easily have been like, oh yeah, I just wanted to take like a holiday before meeting with her or whatever." <laughs> but that's not what he says. He says, "Oh, I was just really worried about her." And it's like, "Well, what? <laughs> like, what are you going to do?" <laughs> She's supposedly been here for a long time doing training. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and it's like throughout the entire case we do not see her at all. 
that we only see like this like the silhouette maybe but i don't think it like i think that the face is kind of like blur or something like that i didn't even remember that we saw that yeah <laughs> does, it's like a weird animation character but it's like you don't like see her face at all uh which is like i don't know like why are you being mysterious about this but, yeah. <laughs> um we do see one recurring character who is and honestly, I did think the way that he is used in this case is very funny because I had completely forgotten that it was actually Winston Payne because they have like a judge who looks exactly like the judge, but is actually, you know, a Curtis judge. Um, so I thought they were just also introducing like, oh yeah, here's this other guy who, you know, just looks like him just for the joke. But then I remembered that it is actually Winston Payne and he like, I guess, emigrated because he was like, I want to live in a place where prosecutors can do what they want even more than like the existing system. <laughs> I guess at the end of the last game, he was like, apparently sort of penalized in some way because of the whole end of the dark age of the law stuff. So he's here and he's very like uh even more self-confident or like you know cocky than usual because he has never had to like face a defense attorney here and it's very it just is very funny to me because he's he clearly hates phoenix and he is very jazzed to like be about to murder him basically like if he wins the case he gets to kill phoenix Hmm. Not literally. I mean, uh, as in not physically himself, but like basically, that is the thing. And he, um, he's kind of living for it. And I kind of, I did kind of think it was funny, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Like he's always been like an asshole character. Uh, that's <laughs> his thing. But like seeing him here, like is is he like, like a crown? I don't remember now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he has like this like golden attire, and like whenever he has like uh has like an animation such you hear like clink of like uh gold which is like super fun to see so yeah i mean it's like it's literally like on par with a character so it's funny to see yeah and then like i said we have this judge who is like weirdly cool about phoenix just deciding to like force him to do a trial the way that he's used to doing it um and ends up actually like like he just comes across as so much more open-minded than the the original judge, like the judge who's been in every other game, because like that guy is always so ready to like ignore Phoenix and just like come down on the side of the prosecution. And obviously this judge is as well, but he's like then he kind of has to like allow Phoenix to do a whole bunch of shit that he shouldn't be able to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So he actually comes across as way more chill than the judge in the other game, which is very funny. Yeah, he stands his ground against like I don't remember her name. Kind of like this princess mm-hmm. of this place. Uh, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I can like... Like, I'm basically the judge here. And I've always been. And the judge is like, hey, actually, we should like <laughs> do like an actual trial for once. And like, if you oppose, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Uh, and I was like, okay, okay, that's cool. But yeah, I mean, it's just... It's another judge. So you know <laughs> what to expect in Protoss. Yeah. Yeah, the princess's name is Rafa. Um, and she is, like, this 15-year-old girl who apparently, like, comes to every trial because her, like, power, similar to, you know, Maya's spirit medium power, is that she can access the last memories of the person who died, um, and, like, make them visible to the court in, like, this sort of pool of water that's Mm -hmm. there. And so, you know, they think, well, you know, we can see this and therefore we don't really need to actually have a trial, we just interpret this. Or, like... They don't think there's really any room for interpretation. So the new, like, mechanic is going through and interpreting that kind of thing. And it kind of adds another layer to testimony, but I don't really 
like it does mechanically but like narratively it doesn't because you're basically doing the exact same thing which is finding contradiction yep. in testimony <laughs> like i guess it's kind of similar to mood matrix like that was the same it had the same thing where like yeah it would kind of added something to testimony but it was basically exactly the same yeah it definitely feels like moon matrix i don't know controlling that not great this is like mm. there are like three different sliders that you have to like <laughs> kind of mix and match even with the walkthrough i was like okay what am i missing here oh yeah i have to like move this and this and i don't know kind of weird but yeah it's like i assume they're gonna be using it in like every trial but like from ground zero you know that oh yeah this is like person didn't do it for example or whatever <laughs> They're gonna have to like pull like something really cool to like either confuse you while you're watching it or something like that, or like uh, not having like the usual cutscene in the beginning of the case being like, oh, this is a person that killed the other person, which is the case here. Like all yeah, tropes yeah. are here basically in this first case. So I don't know. The concept is cool, but yeah, that's about it, at least for now. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. And then, yeah, like you say, we see who commits the crime at the beginning, which is still like an old ace to anything. I still like that. Um, I'm glad they don't yeah. do it in every case, but I think it's fun when you are like, that's the guy, fuck that guy. <laughs> in this case, it's like a, well, he's the head monk of the temple, but I guess he <laughs> is actually some white guy who just showed up to steal a bunch of treasure, which is kind of a fun, like, setup. Unfortunately, that guy annoyed me so fucking much, I can't even express it, like... <laughs> all of his testimony and all of his speech is in song not all of it but all of his testimony is and well do you want to talk about his like breakdown it's so weird like i wasn't expecting it he basically becomes like this rock star guy uh <laughs> he has like like two massive arms in like on each side of like the the bench and he's just shredding it he's just playing guitar all the time and he has like more animations than all all of the characters at once. So many animations. It's fucking wild. He has more animations than the whole of Ace Attorney 1 put together. Like, Jesus Christ. I don't know why. Like, when I I first saw your notes, I was like, hmm, I wonder how how this is gonna go. And yeah, right until the very end, they were, like, introducing more and more for some reason. (laughs) I guess they have, like... It's like the you know how in Dual Destinies we were like, oh, they got budget. They started using doing anime cutscenes. <laughs> well, I guess they got more budget. And they were like, okay, let's give every character 50 animations. Uh, yeah. After he starts that, like, transformation, his text sound becomes, like, very... I can't explain it. Like, I guess it's like an amp, like, turned up too high. And, oh my god, it drove me absolutely <laughs> up the wall. I could not cope with it. I was like, please stop talking. <laughs> Uh, and needless to say, this case goes on too long, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, so... Like, maybe we, like, half an hour less, or, like, an hour less. But, yeah, that section goes on too long, and I was like, come on. I think it's, like, it was, like, more than three hours of, like, playtime for me. And at some yeah. point, I was like, I'm... This is a free case. I'm tired already. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, like, just felt my attention slipping the whole time. And I think it's interesting, actually, because I have played Spirit of Justice twice before. I played it when it came out, Hmm. um, which is relatively recent. I need to do our customary Google of when the game came out, like I do in every first episode. Um, I was going to guess 2016? Yeah, 9th of June 2016. I played it when it first came out, and I was like, again, I don't want to color things too much, but I was very disappointed by it. And uh, then I played it again, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I think I mentioned this with Your Destinies as well. Hmm. And, like, I remember at the time thinking, like, oh, like, 
why can I not like focus on this? Why can I not like, um, why am I not into this? Like it seemed strange to me, like I, like I was doing something wrong, but having played, like having done this podcast now, I'm like, oh yeah, no, Summer Base Attorney is just really boring when they don't get it <laughs> right. <laughs> so we'll see how the rest of this game goes. Mm, how many cases are here? Five I'm again? guessing five, yeah. And then some Oof. DLC. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're gonna make it. There's gonna be interesting things. Mm-hmm. Just a word on the rest of the sort of how this sets up the rest of the game is like, oh, there's a bunch of rebels that like want to overthrow the royal family because of this fucked up legal system, and I guess like the other shit is fucked up as well. And it's just really funny because they're like, oh, these rebels are like so dangerous, blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, okay, like. Someone should be doing that in the original Ace Study legal system. Like, everything is so fucked up over there. You can't, like, you can't do this. So I'm very interested to see how that goes. Hmm. The thing is, like, I don't want to go, and it's going to happen, but I personally don't want to go for, like, another game where it's like, we're going to fix this legal system. And by the <laughs> end, the judge is going to be like, hmm, maybe we should do something about it. Until next time, and credits. And I'm looking forward to that. What a fun note to end our first episode of <laughs> Justice on. I think it's very telling, though. I don't know. Maybe Maya will be, like, the standout character or something. Yeah. Or she might end up being, like, Trucy in, like... Uh, <laughs> similarly to Trucy in, like, the Destinies. And it's gonna be super fucking disappointing. No mention of Trucy in this episode, either. Just <laughs> oh, FYI. <yeah. laughs> Nobody Juicy exists. Apollo and Athena are all dead. <laughs> yeah, it's like he has like the usual like introduction, like Phoenix, that he's like, oh yeah, I'm a lawyer, blah blah blah. But yeah, it's like no mention like the past games at all. If you have like you already have like all of those anime cutscenes, just like put a black and white filter on them and do like <laughs> a like a fast reel. Be like, oh yeah, this is like Apollo and blah blah blah. No, nothing of a sort. <laughs> well, Let's see if they show up later. Maybe they're already in Europe doing like a master <laughs> or something. Uh, all right, got a short one. Do we want to say anything else about this case or shall we wrap up? Uh, no. I think this is the first time in a while that we only have, like, between the two of us, a single, like, page of notes. It's true. Even the DLC, we had more, I think. <laughs> Fuck. I guess the DLC was, like, twice as long, but still. Hmm. Uh, great. You can find me on Twitter at JMostello <laughs> and you can... Don't laugh! <laughs> That's the podcast episode. We needed two back-to-back short ones after that two-hour one that was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can find the show at Breakdown AA. And you can find me at the DLRWishow66. Um, I don't know if you're gonna get this reference, uh, <laughs> but, but the pun is Tenacious Dickhead. Uh... <laughs> Okay. I I do, and I and you're right. Yay. I hated him. He sucked, and I'm glad that we're never gonna see him again. Even though they gave him five million animations for no reason. <laughs>